So as we all uh, arrive as a as a group, we can also kind of settle and, and arrive within ourselves. So we'll take a few moments just to explore the practice, experience the practice one more time in community and also internally as a meditation. A minute or two more together practicing. What way of looking at your experience would you like to invite into this experience? Last few minutes, sorry, last few moments, last few breaths, last few sounds, last few perceptions.
And if you wish, you can keep sustaining that lens or sustaining any sense of well-being as we transition. So we're going to take some time through this next uh, just over an hour together to have some time in in community in Sangha to also have some time sharing uh, ideas about how we can keep these practices going. But I also just first of all want to um, share something about another really liberating way of of viewing experience of, of relating to experience and it's this this principle of dana and um i'm on a personal project and also uh, to kind of radiate the sense that it's it's it is the financial model on which these teachings are offered but it's of course something way way more than that way way more than that and it's another liberating way of looking at life, seeking out those uh, moments of, of uh, more freely giving, receiving uh, interaction with, with the world. Um, one thing that I like to, to do myself, and, and I just encourage you to do it now, is that if you've uh, got the screen in front of you and you can see these people that are here, and just have a little look around at this little temporary community that we've had here, how much support they've given us, how much we've received from them. And some of them, we don't know what they sound like, don't really actually know where they are. You know, we've got this little, I recognize, oh, you've moved, you're in a different bit of your location, or, you know, it's like, We've become a little bit familiar, maybe, if we've taken the time to look around. It's like, oh, yeah. A few pets here and there. But these beings, they've, they've been a great support for us. Great support for us. And part of what actually makes them a great support for us is that they're really inspiring. There's this lovely um, session of, of a... a actually a, a movement but also a whole practice style called deep ecology and in it we we regard another being and we remind ourselves this is someone who's chosen to be here this is someone who cares this is someone who's chosen to be here and this is someone who cares and, th and that is priceless that is priceless and to know that they wish well for me yeah, we wish well for each other. We, we're longing to support each other on this kind of a journey. Yeah, it's priceless, priceless things. And that's dana. That's showing up. That's doing this practice. And I hope it benefits you. But I also hope that at times when you're not sure if it's going to benefit you, you still show up and you still practice because it's going to benefit someone, maybe. Many times when we come into a Dharma hall, it can be really about my priority is to be here as a support for other beings. Yeah. I don't mind if I don't get anything, if I don't feel good, or I don't learn more. I'm just here for that. There's so many ways in which Dharma, this spirit of generosity, we could say, um, kind of comes through us.
So I'm going to speak a little bit now, but I um, about you know kind of reciprocity and all of these kind of things. But it's actually not about um, it's not just about covering costs. It's not just about um, paying someone back. It's it's actually really not about that. Um, if in in the ways in which it does relate to um, well, this person's done a lot for us. It much better to kind of see it as the opportunity to pay it forward. How are you going to pay back this community of people for the support that they've given you? How would you do that? It's just, it feels to me like, a, like you would only ask it to point out how absurd it is, how indebted we are, and then how much I want to do for others. So the sense is to pay it forwards, pay it forwards. Yeah. And there's lovely examples of this in the world, you know, that there's been very simple things where someone finds that something's been paid for for them. This retreat has been paid for for you. It's already been done. Yeah, it's already paid for. You don't have to pay it back. Yeah. It's like someone turns up at one of these toll bridges and they're told, oh, the person in front just paid for you. So, oh, Wow. And it was interesting to see how many links in this chain went on when they said, well, I'll pay for the person behind. And then so the person behind arrives, says, the person in front just paid for you. <laughs> you know, it's kind of continuously going on. And everyone was actually disposing of the same amount of money, weren't they? But they weren't uh, usually feeling this much happiness. Oh, what a blessing. Oh, I could bless someone else. Seeing that opportunity. Yeah, being wise to that opportunity. So I don't want you to have the impression you should pay back Monica and I or Gaia House or whoever, yeah, or your fellow practitioners or anything like that. But maybe there's a way of paying it forward, offering this for, for someone else. I also think that we limit these things if we think of in terms of like, well, I'll pay them back for this. It's like, well, what's the, what's the price of an insight you know, what's the price of learning how to do these skills? It's just, again, it doesn't make sense. Usually when our interaction with, with uh, money and numbers and things like this, we, we, um, we decrease its potential. And so I would really be happy if we, if we sidestep uh, the, the debt mentality that comes along, like, oh, well, I owe you one or owe you something, yeah? Everything here has been freely given, freely given. And I hope at this point on the retreat, you actually don't know what you've received. You don't yet fully know what a gift package that you have for yourself. Yeah, and that it's going to uh, sprout inside of you, these insights, these practices, this awareness and all of this. Yeah. So hopefully, you're like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it's worth even but you can pay it forward, pay forward the opportunity in that spirit. Yeah. So there is the possibility for, um, for living a life of, of generosity. And I hope that that's something that we feel inspired towards. And it's something that the Buddha was really keen on us getting engaged in, a life of generosity, a life rooted in freely giving and freely receiving you know, we have to also be able to receive. It's a practice to receive. 
ask for help and receive that help yeah and also being willing to give that help right and it's not to do with money really and here monica and i have just freely offered our time yeah freely offered our skills our understandings and and what we have and it's been a joy to do that and we did it because we wanted to do it we wanted to to offer this yeah and you're also welcome to give some support to us to allow us to continue to do this. Yeah, but I don't want there to be that sense. It's like, well, you, you have to do this, otherwise we'll stop doing it. Yeah. I know for myself, it's like, well, you you could try and pay me to stop me doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not about that. I think that these are teachings and practices that the world deserves. Yeah, and if you find someone who can explain it reasonably well, um, then listen to them. Listen to them, explain it, get to understand it, and then live it. Now, these are about the transformation of the inner and outer world that we inhabit. The inner and outer world that we inhabit. Yeah? And so they're also given because we don't want them to be free. They're given freely in this way because we don't want anyone in the world to not have access to them. It would be absurd if there was a situation where someone said, I can't afford to listen to Dharma teachings. I can't afford to. And it's and and that's probably the reality for some people. We can't take the time like we've been able to take the time. You know, take the time out from a weekend, they have responsibilities, and it could be some of that's financial. Yeah. We want to make sure that these are freely offered. Yeah, they were freely given to us and they'll be freely given to others. So what we're really talking about is a fuller participation of ourselves, giving, receiving, engaging with the world, with life, and a fuller participation, meaning the, the community is fuller. There's more of us. No one will be turned away for, for you know, lack of, lack of capacity there. So we can sometimes translate the word dana as generosity or giving, receiving. Um, sometimes people might translate it as donations and things like this. But really, I think what the word means is giving and receiving, which really means participation, a participation in life. Yeah. And when we're participating in life, we, we fit in with the, the world of things. Yeah, the trees outside your window are participating in this kind of oxygen, oxygenation cycle. And you are as well, breathing it in, breathing it out. And they're turning that into trunks and leaves and turning sunlight into plant life and all of this. And what we're doing as practitioners is we're listening to teachings of wisdom, of the application of kindness and compassion. And then we're bringing them into being. And that's turning this wheel of the Dharma. And this way that the Dharma wheel has to turn is it has to turn from our contribution to the participation. Yeah. Much, much bigger than the financial uh, interactions. Yeah. So spoke about one of the whys, make it more accessible beyond financial circumstances. Also, generosity is suggested as a practice. It's a practice that we can enjoy. This liberating view 
to have about life, that life is an invitation into the dance of generosity, of giving and receiving. You might give a kind word, you might give um, a, a, a generous contribution to someone in your community, maybe they're homeless or struggling or in need. Yeah, we just give, we give. Why? Because it's a deep and it's a powerful and an essential practice. It's a way of relating to life experience and makes uh, by by offering these things in this way it also makes the flow between us more conscious yeah we, I, we did this for you and you can do something for us for others for the world and we also do it because it feels good it feels right we feel that intention feel that way of bringing our attention feel that way of, of sharing in this way so if you want to participate in a particular way of supporting Monica and myself, um, what you've paid, the registration fee that you paid to be here, or if you took it, um, took it down to zero, then you're very welcome. And all of that supports Guy House and Guy House is supporting us to be here. And that's, that's kind of covered. And all that we, we're asking um, in regards to the, the Dana um, support of the retreat is for the teaching uh, facilitation team, which is Monica and myself here. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's really been an honour and to to give our full attention to your your practice and uh, offering out these teachings. And so, your whatever you offer into that is going to be support for us to be able to to live our lives. Um, and uh, you know, I'm. Being for myself, you know, teaching full time with this, Dana is, you know, the, the the way I keep going. So, yeah, if you're if you're able to support in that, it'll it'll, uh, it'll allow me to keep going. But as I said, there's no pressure. Um, I'll find another way of making money, and I'll still, you know, probably have this at the centre of my life, uh, whatever whatever comes along. So we can really take our time with this practice if we want to, yeah. We can really just practice sensing, what's this meant for me? What's this meant for me? What have I received? And what support do I wish to offer? And we might really just want to encourage a sense of Dreaming really big. It's like, what do I actually want to offer with this? What do I feel inspired to do? Because don't worry, you're not going to do anything for the moment. And then actually, you know, bring that in. And what's really possible? What's appropriate according to my circumstances? Yeah, and this can be to do with, you know, a, a, let's say like some kind of financial support to Monica and myself. And, but it also can be a question of my life. What have I received from this community? What have I received from my community outside of this? What have I received through, you know, the, the role of the dice of where I got born, how I, how I turned up? Yeah. How much have I received and what do I wish to offer? Really dream big. Dream big. And then we bring it into context, circumstance. But what's actually possible for me according to my current circumstances, my current place in the world. And then we bring those two things together and we offer. Yeah. And why do we go through all of that process? Because it's beautiful to do that. 
It's beautiful to recognize our aspirations. And it's wise to include our circumstances. Yeah. So our generosity doesn't forget about us. Doesn't forget about us. And that's where this beautiful saying, give without regret. Give without regret. And so it's a wise giving. It's a wise participation, a wise contribution. It's sustainable and it sustains these beautiful teachings. Because we bring them to life in that way that we relate to, to dana. So it's a, for me, it's, a, it's another liberating view yeah, that we can tune into. So thank you for listening to this, sharing about dana. And as with all of these liberating views, we could, I could go on and on into different dimensions of it, but there's always more to say. Thank you.